0: Gronk, Gronk, the Gronk, Gronk killed your league, Gronk murdered your league mates, Gronk, 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 Boom. Fantasy football podcast called Live in the Stream comes to you each week. Dreaming recommendations during NFL season—it's not just tongue and cheek. Quarterback, defense, tight end recommendations based on
1: opposition matchups. Here are your podcast host, JJ Zachary. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Living Stream. I'm JJ Zacharyson, the late round quarterback, and I am joined by my lovely, lovely week two co-host, Denny Carter. Denny, what's going on, man?
0: I'm uh, <clears throat> I'm just getting I'm getting over the Bucks defense still, but uh, besides that, besides that, everything is is good. And 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 a guy on Twitter suggested that I make a T-shirt. Is uh you know I stream the Bucks defense in week one. <laughs> I might, I might just do that if people are into it.
1: Look, not everything's going to go flawlessly. That's just what happens. No one, no one could have predicted that game script. No I, one.
0: No, no one could have predicted that Jameis Winston is maybe the worst starting quarterback in the NFL.
1: It was really bad. That was one of the one of the worst uh, starts to not only a career but just to a game. Like, like so for, if you're a Bucks fan, I feel I feel sorry for you because that was rough.
0: And you and you have felt sorry for them for like. Fifteen years now.
1: Yeah, that's that's right. Ever since that Super Bowl, how how the rest of your week go? At least good.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I I, I had a lot of uh, a lot of Eifer. Eifer bailed me out everywhere, but um, yeah, but but yeah, yeah. How about you? How'd your week go?
1: It was good. I had that one big tourney lineup that the the, the tourney lineup I put together. I'm gonna have a humble brag here. You ready for this? Ready for this lineup that I put together? Uh-huh. I had Matt Ryan, Chris Ivory, DeMarco Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry, Tyler Eifert, Benny Cunningham, and the Jets D.
0: That's a lot of damn touchdowns.
1: That is a lot of touchdowns, a lot of points. It was good. It was a good week. I got got some got some money from that from that turning lineup. That was that's my humble bragging. It was a good week. It was a good week overall. I'm very excited.
0: You you have listen. You won enough money in that one dollar tournament to buy milkshakes for us for the next like three or four years yeah
1: i know it's it's fantastic
0: oh i'm excited i'm excited about that that much just from a selfish standpoint
1: very very fantastic yeah i mean like what i'm doing what i'm doing with tourney stuff is just making bulk lineups and trying to trying to trying to be a better player with tournaments by not being stupid with the amount of money i'm putting in so i'm just throwing you know all of my money is basically cash game related but then the tournament stuff i'm just trying to trying to learn and not have crazy... I'm not, I'm not chasing the money in of What so. do you
0: mean when you say bulk lineups? What do you mean?
1: Just a lot of them. I'm just building a ton. So, exactly. I mean, I built a ton of lineups to, to to be able to get that lineup. So, it's just it's just the process is, is essentially, essentially... Hey, it
0: essentially been paid off, like. man.
1: It paid off. Hopefully, it'll pay off more often. Uh, before we get going, by the way, Denny, into the podcast this week, yeah. we, we need to have a talk. All right. I was told by your wife... That you need to grow a beard. <laughs> why are you why are you so anti beard?
0: Yes, I, I recall that conversation. And my, my sister in law is on board as well.
1: Yeah, why um, why aren't you why are you anti beard? It's kind of an it's kind of I'm kind of mad at you about right, that.
0: Right. You're you're probably a little a little offended, right?
1: Yeah, a little bit.
0: Yeah, see, okay, here's the thing. First of all, I I have like a constant three or four day beard situation, mm-hmm. you know? Like I don't ever really shave all the way down to like my skin, right? Right. Like I, I always have like a little stubble on my cheek. Yeah, you
1: got the you got the five o'clock shadow going.
0: Yeah, and and, and that that actually does take some time. To, no, like, dude,
1: that's that's hashtag handsome living. Yeah,
0: that is that's and and it takes yeah it takes some work. I mean, it, it's not like it's not like you just like run a electric razor across your face and you're done. I mean, you kind of have to shape it up, right? Right. No, so so uh, so I think I would be good. Like I would be good. Like uh you know manicuring a beard sure but i cannot get over the itch
1: the itch? okay okay you, it, you you the itch isn't real though once you like once once it comes in a little bit fuller once you get used to it the itch is no longer a thing
0: oh no i'm sure i'm sure at some point but like i've gone like a week you know and and i know that's not even close to how long you know i probably need to do it but it's I've gone a week, and it, 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 the, the, itch, the itchiness is tremendous, and I can't stop. And it's just – it becomes too annoying, and I have to go back to the three-day beard situation.
1: What would you What would you say if we asked Twitter what you should do?
0: Well, I already know the answer to that. Everybody will say, yeah, beard, yeah. Just, just for the novelty of it. Just. That's exactly
1: what needs to happen.
0: Now, here's what I would do. And then if, you
1: need to shave your head.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Okay. I'm when's gonna, the last When's the last
1: time you had a buzz cut? Like, like when you were when you were twelve? Did your Did your hair look like it does today?
0: Uh, when I was fourteen, I went to hair cuttery to get a haircut for class pictures, and I told the lady who I may have had a communication problem with. Uh, I told her that I wanted a three razor on the sides, and she took that to mean a three razor all over. Oh. So I got my head shaved the day before ninth grade. Um,
1: do you have the pictures? To like, can we meme that picture?
0: Oh, for sure. I, I Yeah, no, that's a great idea. Uh, <laughs> I, love
1: that you're, I love that you're just totally open to people just criticizing the crap out of you on Twitter. This, this is
0: my brand. This is my hashtag brand. <laughs> People right. just annihilating me on Twitter. <laughs> right. I mean, it's like a sport at this point. People love it. Right. Um, So... So yeah, they she shaved my head the day before class pictures in ninth grade, and I thought it was horrible and everything. People actually kind of liked it, so uh, so you know I wasn't I wasn't totally devastated. But if I grew a beard, I would definitely cut my hair significantly shorter because I don't I don't love the long like like longish hair plus beard look.
1: So okay, would would you do, would you do the Julian Edelman haircut?
0: Mm. You know something like that, but not not quite as extreme. Like he has. I mean, he basically has the size of his head shaped. Yeah, right?
1: his 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 hair looks like Phil and Lil from Rugrats.
0: Yeah, that that's a that's a great wow. That's a, such a nineties kid call.
1: Uh, oh yeah, of course. I mean, that's uh,
0: good. but yeah, so uh, so yeah, I I I think that you need to have some upkeep up top if you're going to have no upkeep with the beard.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's yeah. very fair. I, I mean, like like. I, beards beards are important to me i've had a beard now for about four or five years and it's i don't know if i can ever go back
0: wait is that true because i thought i thought when i when
1: i met you 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 didn't have a beard no it was a—I mean it was it wasn't as long but it was still there huh it okay. wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't like epic like right. i had to i had to trim it down because it was fsta and i had to like look presentable in some way yeah like i couldn't just i couldn't just like look like i just crawled out of this dungeon after being in jail for two and a half years right yeah like like jesse pinkman in breaking bad (laughs) although although you you probably don't even know or like that reference because you hate breaking bad
0: no i know the reference i just yeah i don't like the reference because jesse pinkman is a terrible character wow wow
1: (laughs) all right this podcast has just ended everyone it's over it's over um yeah so that's that uh, we'll have people uh tweeted us uh, at live the stream ff and let us know if denny should should grow his beard or not that will be i'll be interested and then denny if you could dig up that picture we'll tweet it out
0: yeah oh dude I, it's it's uh it's weird looking i'll just i'll just just warn you with that it's weird looking yeah
1: before we look at what happened last week uh with our picks denny why don't you talk to talk to the, the listeners about a sponsor
0: Yes, our sponsor this year is uh Daily Fantasy Cafe. Uh you can check out all their various uh, uh tools and projections at dailyfantasycafe.com. Uh I write a weekly daily column for them, a weekly daily column, a weekly DFS column, uh <laughs> uh where I I look at um some of the more intriguing stacks uh particularly in, in each game uh and i do that mostly by looking at the stack generator machine uh on daily fantasy cafe uh it's 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 cool to sort of uh fool around with um on uh on on, you know just just if you want to um see uh dip various stacks running back wide receiver uh three you know three headed stacks like quarterback wide receiver tight end something like that so uh they they have a lot of cool stuff to check out dailyfantasycafe.com.
1: Nice. Uh, and then the other thing to add to that don't forget to go to slash shop buy a t-shirt save a child all of our donation all of the the proceeds are being donated to no kid hungry.
0: Yeah, and please tweet the picture. there was a great uh uh tweeted picture on Sunday morning of people yes. uh a couple who uh, Omar I believe was was the first name of the guy who tweeted uh, Omar, great picture. You and your wife look excellent in the, uh, in the, in the dad runner t-shirt and the I heart a dad runner t-shirt.
1: Yeah, that was phenomenal. I actually, I retweeted that and then I got texts from, from friends of mine that were like, like, like just like, I feel like people like my friends and my family, like they don't, they don't understand living the stream. Like they don't understand how awesome our listeners are and yeah. how, how, how like niche and stupid this podcast is. <laughs> And when I retweeted that, uh, a couple of them saw it, and they're like, "What the hell is going on? Yeah, with these people wearing these dad runner shirts." But it's amazing.
0: I yeah, I tried to explain that to my brothers-in-law the other day, uh, and they were like, "I don't understand, dude." And I was yeah. like, "It's just if you have to, maybe you should listen to your own brother-in-laws." Yeah, ass.
1: maybe you should support your family.
0: Find out, you jerk.
1: Yeah, exactly. It- Alright, well, like we do uh, on every podcast during the season, we'll take a very quick look back at what we picked because we don't want to be fake with you guys. We want to let you guys know where we missed, what we got right, and so on and so forth. And then we'll look into the upcoming week. So, last week, uh, defensively, again, Denny mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast, the Buccaneers finished with zero points. They were the 30th best fantasy defense because of a lot of reasons. I mean, they didn't look great, for one, but... They also weren't put in the best situations with the way that the Bucks offense performed. Um, so they finished 30th, but the Jets uh, were sixth. They had a really good game against the, the Browns.
0: Yeah. I, I actually, um, I mean, I guess it depends on the scoring. I, I had the Jets at, at number three um, with 17 points, but yeah, either there, way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It depends way,
1: it Depends on scoring.
0: Yeah. Either way, I look at the Jets were always a fantastic play. Um, uh, and yeah, I mean, look, I'm sorry. The Bucks thing was a disaster. And, if it makes you feel any better, and I'm sure it does, I went down with the Bucks defense too. So yeah, it's uh, it, it it happens. But um, the just just to note, the top streaming scores that I post on the Fake Football um, average 14.2 points in Week One. I was I was pretty happy with that. So very
1: good, yeah,
0: that's nice. Anyway, we'll we'll get into uh, we'll get into that a little later.
1: Yeah, uh and I'm looking at it now. The the data I have is from fantasydata.com and that they were actually they're fourth. They're they're tied with other people. They were just listed sixth. So okay. It was very solid performance by them. Quarterback wise, Denny, I got to give you mad props, man. We 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 fought on this podcast last <laughs> week. I picked I picked Sam Bradford over Carson Palmer and I felt pretty confident about it, but you stuck with Palmer and Palmer delivered. I mean, we were both both obviously high on Palmer, um, yeah. but but you know I, I definitely had Bradford over Palmer last week, um, and Bradford unfortunately didn't get that that Jordan Matthews clear uh, touchdown, uh, which uh, really swung. I guarantee. I mean that swung so much money in DFS especially. Yeah, um, man. But Palmer was a QB two against New Orleans this week, so props to you, man. Especially <laughs> when I remember you know I tweeted about the the game line like two weeks before the season started, and when I tweeted that you retweeted it and said that Carson Palmer was a top four option that like, like confidently. I mean, you said that you said that without any hesitation and I could, I could see it through the tweet.
0: It was a flaming take. It was a
1: flaming take, but it was a very, very correct take. I mean, the only guy that, that performed better this past week was, was Tom Brady. So, um, you know, Carson Palmer was a phenomenal play this past week. Obviously, you know, that was our number one streaming option. If he was out on the waiver wire, which he was in about, Uh, Actually, more than 50% of leagues. Yeah. Uh, So, it was a really good start from a streaming perspective. Our number one streaming option, our true streaming option, was Andy Dalton last week, who was a QB9 against Oakland. Uh, He scored uh, about 19 fantasy points. He outscored Ben Roethlisberger, Andrew Luck, Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson. Uh, So, and Peyton Manning, obviously. (laughs) Yeah, obviously. Because, because... Peyton Manning and Eli Manning combined didn't score what Tyrod Taylor scored.
0: I, did, I, feel, I feel like, well, you know, I know that this is not going to last, but I really feel like we could have a situation where by midseason we have like six streamers in the top 12. Yeah. It was just, just, just because of, of, you know, Peyton's situation, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Breeze maybe not putting up the gaudy numbers that he has in, in previous years. And the like, I like Carson Palmer. The reason I said that about Palmer is because I re I in that I think he's just an ideal fit for that offense. Oh, I, he
1: definitely is.
0: I just I, his that his arm is tr- is still tremendous. Always, mm. always has been, but still tremendous. He has a bunch of weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, he obviously is very comfortable in the system. I I don't know. I I mean, I would take Palmer over a lot of a lot of quarterbacks <laughs> right now. In, in, in fantasy, we can talk about that later.
1: Yeah, I I totally agree with you. I mean, he's a he's a perfect perfect fit for that vertical offense. And I, I think the thing that we're gonna run into this year um is that I think there's gonna be a lot of opinions about a lot of different quarterbacks, which means there's there's going to be a large spread of of own of, of quarterbacks who are owned. So there there might be more quarterbacks owned in that like thirty percent range because of the of the crazy like like if Peyton Manning continues to do what he's doing more and more people are going to pick up guys like Ryan Tannehill and shallower leagues like Carson Palmer and normal leagues yeah. or Andy Dalton and deeper leagues. And it's just going to create kind of this, like this, like communist fantasy football league, <laughs> which is my dream, which is, uh, which is essentially your dream. So uh, it's all happening.
0: Let me ask you this, uh, right. If you had to choose right now uh, to roll with uh, Carson Palmer or Cam Newton the rest of the season every week, who you go with
1: easily Carson Palmer. And it's not close.
0: Who do you go with, Carson Palmer or Peyton Manning?
1: See, that's that's probably where I still go with Manning, but I, you know, I, I, I think, so the thing with Manning, I think that the Ravens matchup was a lot more difficult than what people are giving it credit for. I mean, the Ravens secondary with a healthy Jimmy Smith is a lot better, and they didn't have that down the stretch. So I, I think... I think Baltimore is a better matchup than what people are giving credit for, but at the same time, I mean, you have to to realize that that Broncos offense looked pretty dreadful, and mm-hmm. that that pick six that Manning threw was horrible.
0: Oh my game. god, it was a
1: horrible. I mean, it was horrendous. So, I, I, there, I
0: this sounds super hot takey, but I, if if I had to choose right now between Palmer and Manning for the rest of the season, every week, no matter what, I'm going with. Carson Palmer.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not even that opposed to, to that. And you know that I play conservatively. Sure. I mean, like, it, you have to, you know, people talk about not being, uh, not overreacting to what happens in week one. But at the same time, if you don't, if you don't overreact a little bit in some cer- situa- certain situations, you get yourself in trouble. It's like, it's like people who, who, you know, uh, misjudge a player's abilities going into a season and they, they have a player ranked very low and then that player does really well in week one and then all of a sudden you're like, oh no, he's he's not good just because of the way that you, you judged him before the season. Like Carlos Hyde's a perfect example. Yeah. Like if you watched last night's game and you are not impressed with Carlos Hyde, there's something wrong with you. Like I was low on Carlos. I, I like probably every single other fantasy analyst because every analyst was essentially in the same boat as me. Was pretty low on Carlos Hyde, but now you can't think that way. It's impossible to think that way, and I think yeah. the same goes in the opposite direction with Peyton Manning. You have to be at least a little bit worried about him. Well, yeah, you don't have to
0: overreact, but you do have to react.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right.
0: You right. know, it, it, we, this is not the NBA. This is not the MLB. I mean, we we don't have a game every day or every other day on which to judge. You know, uh, um, you know, on which to react and and, and judge how we uh, manage our team. So. Yeah, I just, I just think um, maybe I'm just. uh, It doesn't have so much to do with thinking that Peyton Manning is going to be useless because I don't think that at all. I just think that Carson Palmer is going to be way more useful than even even his most uh, bullish uh, supporters thought.
1: Yeah, totally, totally agree with you. Um, the The last guy that uh, we did stream quarterback wise was Tyrod, Ty God, Ty God. Uh, he was a QB fourteen. He put up fifteen point nine points. He was so close to outscoring Andrew Luck. It was amazing. Uh, <laughs> so close. That would have been amazing. That was just been incredible. Um, uh-huh. But Tyrod Taylor, uh, min price QB over at Fanduel. Uh, hopefully, you ended up using him in, in cash games. Um, but yeah, he put up fifteen point nine points, and it was it was fun to watch, especially that deep. He had a, that was a pretty deep ball in person, was, right? Man,
0: that was nice. Uh, and also uh, he he scored uh, almost sixteen points, and he the Buffalo uh, almost literally took the air out of the football in the second half. Yeah, That's, exactly. Yeah, they they were not even trying to move the ball downfield.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, from a tight end standpoint, we had let's just go with the we had Crockett Gilmore. He finished with four point three PPR oh. points. Uh, ben Watson had four point nine. Larry Donnell Donnell. <laughs> However, the heck, what? What? Which Don, one is it?
0: It's Donald. Donald. Okay.
1: Had fi- I always forget, and I, I, remember, like I actually like, like made a point one day to figure it out last year, and then I just forgot over the offseason. <laughs> uh, well, the
0: the the Donald situation uh, kind of freaks me out because he didn't even start. Uh, yeah,
1: that was weird. Giant and, and, and fells in there.
0: Everything I had read coming up to opening day was Donald's our starter. He's our starter. He's our starter, He's our starter. and. He didn't get that many snaps either. I I, I confused. Well
1: luckily luckily we brought up Jordan Reed as well. Just yeah. just as kind of a I mean, he's not like a fourteen team tight end streamer, probably not even a twelve. But, you know, in shallower leagues, uh oh. he was tight end six last week. He scored nineteen point three fantasy points. Nice. So solid. All right, Denny, talk defense for week two.
0: Okay, so um the top streaming scores for week two, which you can find on the fakefootball.com uh, they go in order: Saints, Rams, Dolphins, Browns, Steelers. Now, um, I know that the Dolphins are um, almost. I think. I think they're like ninety eight percent owned. The Rams obviously are, are widely owned. I mean, good lord, what are the Rams going to do to Washington
1: this Woo. week? Woo.
0: I, I honestly, I don't even. I, I was. I was. I was. T- my my, my brothers in law are a big Washington fans. And they were like, ah, you know, the Rams, you know, they're not not very good offense. Well, first of all, I may disagree with that a little bit, but their defense is going to shred Washington's offense. So if you have them, uh, you know, say a prayer of thanks today. Um, <laughs> so really, uh, it comes down to streamers. Uh, the Saints have the highest streaming score. They play at home uh, against the Bucks, against the guy we were talking about earlier, Jameis Winston, and. Really, what we're looking for when we look for streaming defenses, uh, like I said last week, uh, at home, which is, by the way, is not a big part of the formula here. I, I think you know, I saw a lot of tweets on Sunday and Monday saying, uh, "Well, the Bucks let me down." You know, I think you emphasize home teams too much. That that it's not that's not really a point of emphasis for me. It, but it is a small factor. Uh, well, but, but anyway, this, not not
1: only that though. I mean, just naturally, home teams are, are favored more. I mean, they get the three yeah. point. They get the three points automatically so exactly that's just part it's just inherently part of it
0: that that's right that's a good point and and so the saints are favored they're playing the the bucks offense which you know i mean if they're not if they don't become one-dimensional again in this one i'll be surprised honestly so even though the saints defense might be terrible uh and that secondary might be really bad uh i i don't really care for this one i mean winston is going to be in a in a hostile environment um we still don't know about mike evans uh playing this week uh that doesn't make a big difference by the way if if he's declared active uh during the week or on sunday d- don't freak out you know don't don't if you have the saints going don't say oh god i got i gotta get, i gotta bail out that's that's not what i'm saying here but uh the, the saints just they 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 check all the boxes i i like them i like them a lot this week um the the Steelers have an unusually high um streaming score, but I actually and you know, no offense, JJ, but I think that their their defense might their especially their secondary might be so bad that I can't Yeah. I can't really recommend No
1: man, I, I totally agree with you. I totally yeah. agree with you.
0: I mean they could be truly uh uh truly off. I think
1: I think it's the they have the worst secondary in the NFL.
0: Yeah, I mean
1: I I kinda was I kind
0: of thought there was a small chance that the defensive coordinator would be fired after last week. Yeah, no, it
1: was it was bad. I mean, like the, the front seven's not terrible. The the linebackers are still pretty strong, but the secondary is just it's it's horrendous. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'm not I, I'm not like it, it's one of the worst secondaries I've I, I've ever watched ever. It, it, like it's that are, bad.
0: They're putrid. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so they, you know, uh, I just. I, I would I would put them at like maybe like borderline top ten play but but not not a, not a, not one of my recommendations. So uh, anyway, back to my rec- recommendations. I got the Saints one. Uh, I have the uh, the Panthers number two uh, against Houston. Uh, the Panthers are at home. Uh, they um, they beat up on the Jags last week, which I know our strategy used to be just stream against the Jags. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't that doesn't seem to have changed. No, <laughs> I mean,
1: it hasn't. Blake Bortles is still bad at football.
0: Still bad. The offensive line is still still bad. Uh, you know, everything everything is still awful in Jacksonville. So um so the, you know, I wouldn't blame anybody for just targeting uh the Jags again this year. Uh but anyway, get back to the Panthers. They they get the, the Texans who gave up a, a bunch of points to um to the Chiefs yeah. uh last week. They gave up ten well, they gave up ten points. Which uh, which was, was not was not horrendous, but they gave up they gave up five sacks, countless pressures, a few almost interceptions, including one f- almost for a touchdown. So, uh, you know, I just um, I really I really like the Panthers. I really think the Texans will be a great uh, target for streaming defense. Yeah,
1: they should be yeah.
0: uh, going forward. And then finally, the Titans against the Browns. I'm not I'm not I'm not so crazy about this one. Because the Titans are 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 on the road, uh, but you know, Manziel, Johnny Manziel, who I think is he expected to start or or is McCown?
1: I haven't seen anything yet, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I think regardless, it doesn't really yeah. matter. Yeah,
0: I, I would look at if McCown starts, the Titans get a boost for me. Uh, that's uh, fair. Yeah, that's fair. We saw we saw last week. I think the Jets would have poured it on if McCown had stayed in the game. Um,
1: he got annihilated at the goal line.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh god! That like, was,
1: like, 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 uh, like, what the, like, he got destroyed. But,
0: but, see, you know what though? That's the exact. Remember, remember that Monday night against Dallas, where everybody had him rostered in DFS.
1: Yeah, and he threw five touchdown passes and or whatever.
0: And he did that exact same thing at the goal line where he yeah. came into the goal line he got crushed he, he helicoptered but he held on to the ball that's yeah. the exact same thing this guy never changes it's 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 incredible it well changed. he's
1: he's he's really athletic actually like he's a lot more athletic than people realize which is yeah. why I I really wanted to send a dad runner tweet when it happened before like it was a clear con- like I didn't you know I didn't want to like make fun of a concussion or anything like that but mm-hmm. I wanted to send a dad runner tweet and then I was like wait he ran like a four six like he's nope. he's a quick dude
0: he's no he's a great athlete but so so manzo scares me a little bit just because of I think the variance that comes with with Manzel like yeah. you know we saw that last week we saw a great deep throw we saw we saw him taking off out of the pocket and gaining chunks of yards uh, using his legs. And then we saw, you know, him having absolutely no pocket awareness, no idea what's going on, just running around like a chicken with its head cut off. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's what we want, and that's what we hope for here um, against uh, against the Titans. So uh, for me, it's the Saints one; that, they're the top streamer. Um, it's the Panthers two, and then the um, tech, uh, Titans three.
1: Very nice, very nice. Uh, I'll get into the quarterbacks now. Uh, you know. There aren't a ton of screaming options this week. Uh, Some of that has to do with the fact that ownership percentages are a little wonky right now because uh, people are still rostering backup quarterbacks because that's what people do at the beginning of the season when they don't need the depth uh, until people get hurt. But I think what we need to do, Denny, is we need to go back to Andy Dalton this week. (sighs) Andy Dalton back... He's gonna he basically our quarterback Frankenstein is is gonna be Andy Dalton this season. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, and I don't want people to get the wrong idea here. We are not. uh, I think people you know generally uh, streamers will get a good performance out of a quarterback and then say. Well, he did me. He did me right last week, so I'm going mm. with that. That's not what's that, what's happening here. Indeed. Not at all. Not at all. You can explain.
1: Yeah, I mean, Dal- Dalton's actually in a pretty decent spot. Uh, the the worry that I thought about before coming on the podcast is that whole thing that Joe Goodberry uh, tweeted out earlier in the summer about Dalton versus common and uncommon opponents, and they did play San Diego uh, last year in the playoffs. Correct.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Or two years ago.
0: Oh yeah, it was two. It, that God, that was an ugly game.
1: Was that two years ago?
0: I think it was, and it was really like a freezing, like a...
1: Oh, yeah, it was two years ago. It was two 15 years ago.
0: degree January day.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I just had, I had a huge brain fart there. Uh, but anyway, because um, last year, last year they lost in the wild card round to uh, the Colts. That's what it was. Man, huge brain fart. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, they, they've played them kind of recently, uh, but... I think that he is a top streaming option because we need to be less scared. We need to be less scared about Andy Dalton because of two big things. Mm -hmm. First, Vegas actually likes the Bengals offense this week. And second, Andy Dalton has very good options around him. Very good weapons around him. Uh, Vegas has the Bengals favored this week with a team total. That's seventh best in the NFL against a pretty, pretty average San Diego secondary. They, they've, they've, they're all right. Um, and they, they certainly... I mean, they weren't bad last week uh, creating turnovers and such against against the Lions, but they certainly weren't stellar. Um, there was a, a pretty good stat that Brandon Gadula had in his streaming quarterbacks column today on Number Fire that uh, Dalton has 73 touchdowns in 41 career wins, so they're favored, so obviously they're, they're expected to win, uh, and 26 touchdowns in 23 losses, so he's barely averaging better than a touchdown per game in losses, but he's averaging far more in, in wins, uh, which... Obviously, you know, you would expect to happen because if a team wins and they're throwing more touchdowns, but it's still something to, to kind of look at just because we know that Andy Dalton has pretty severe splits. As For example, as a home team favorite, Dalton is averaging over seven more fantasy points in that split than out of that split over the last two years. He's averaging something like 22 fantasy points per game in this split. I mean, it's crazy. So wow. I think I think that's a huge reason to like Dalton this week. Uh, again, the over/under is really strong, so he is the confidence pick. He's the one guy that we're targeting this week as for our quarterback Frankenstein. Obviously, yeah. play Palmer over him, and so on and so forth. But and Bradford, and so you know, mm-hmm. I would play Eli over him um, if if someone drops Eli. But but I think Dalton, Dalton's a strong play, though.
0: People will drop Eli, by the way. It'll happen.
1: Oh, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, Eli. I'm throwing it. I mean, Eli OBJ stack is going to be one of the best tournament stacks this week.
0: I, I totally, I actually, I wouldn't just, I made one like right after the game because yeah. I mean, like, you know, why not? I mean, yeah, it, exactly.
1: It's, it's going to be, it's a great matchup for them against, against Atlanta. Atlanta's on the road. Uh, so Eli's at home. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a, it's a perfect, it's a perfect play after a miserable performance. Cause he was really bad on Sunday. Yeah.
0: And then you're going to see a bunch of tweets about like, like, of course, of course, Eli goes off after I drop him. Well, right, right. Exactly. No, right.
1: You. Yeah, so I definitely play those guys over Dalton, but I think Dalton's still a pretty, pretty high end, high higher end QB two this week. Um, uh, we uh, another quarterback that you could look at is Joe Flacco against Oakland. Uh, you have to be worried about Flacco in general because he's literally only throwing it to Steve Smith as like any sort of viable option, and Steve Smith is older than my dad. Uh, I, I mentioned I, I mentioned this last week. But Oakland's secondary is really not good. Uh, as we saw with Andy Dalton last week, uh, Dalton had a high completion percentage. He was basically doing what he wanted. And, and let's not forget, A.J. Green dropped a touchdown pass uh, on a drive that, that I believe Jeremy Hill ended up scoring on. Never. Yeah, so, never. Forget. Yeah, I mean, that was really not good for, for the DFS what? lineups. But uh, T.J. Carey their their number one corner. He's a seventh-round pick from last year. He's not good. Uh, Baltimore has a team total. It, it just came out because uh, it wasn't out right away. But they have a team total that's only 0.25 points lower than Cincinnati's, so they're like eighth best on the on the week, which is pretty strong. Um, Flacco, for what it's worth, is averaging four more points per game as a favorite than an underdog over the last couple of years. Uh, but he is admittedly better at home than he is on the road. Uh, so and I think this is on the road, if I'm if I recall correctly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I think I think in general, um, Flacco's not a terrible option. But I think what you have to be worried about with him is that. They don't have any weapons. I mean, they've they've nothing in terms of of especially guys stretching the field. They need Brashad Perriman so bad, it's it's incredible. So I do I don't mind Flacco in deeper leagues, but I would still go Dalton over him. Um, and then the last guy I'm gonna just mention. I, I mean, don't don't forget about Tyrod Taylor. Uh, I think that he's still an interesting option against a Patriots defense that, that isn't that strong. Uh, their secondary is probably worse than, than the Colts secondary, and we saw Tyrod perform pretty well. Um, you know, Tyrod can obviously do work with his legs. It's in Buffalo. Uh, the 22-point the, the 20, team total for Buffalo this week isn't really that bad. Um, so I think, I think Tyrod is an interesting option. I'm not super, super confident in him, but I'd probably put him, the more that I've thought about it, Kind of in the same tier as Flacco, I think it's Dalton above the two, and then Tyrod and Flacco, and then I'll mention just because he's the man, Ryan Fitzpatrick, just to throw out there in very deep leagues against Indy. Indy is heavily favored; they're seven-point favorites. Um, but you know, you're hoping that that you're basically hoping for a high-scoring game when yeah. you go when you when you take Ryan Fitzpatrick in the spot. But I'm a little bit worried. We talked about this a little bit earlier, Denny, um, not on the podcast, but off the podcast. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm worried, you know, Vontae Davis on, on B-Marsh, this game script, you know, the Jets are going to want to run the football. They need to run the football against this team, similar to what we saw with Buffalo last week. Um, so I'm a little bit nervous about, about rolling out Ryan Fitzpatrick. I would play both Flacco and Tyrod over Fitz, but I, I think that he's still viable in, in deeper leagues.
0: Yeah, I mean, we don't chase volume with quarterbacks, right. but... Uh, sometimes in desperate situations we do so. Right. Um, in in redraft leagues, I kind of like I kind of like Fitz and DFS in tournaments.
1: But yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. I'd pair him up with with Decker. <laughs> yes. If, if I'm going if I'm going with a, a stack there for sure. Um. So yeah, those are the three quarterbacks. The three are Tyrod, Flacco, and Dalton, and then and then Fitzpatrick kind of as a throw in for deeper leagues. Okay. All right, Denny, do you want to give a tight end recommendation based on opposition matchups? <laughs>
0: As the song says, yes. Uh, so Ladarius Green, as much as everyone hates Ladarius Green, seems to be a real part of the Chargers' offense. I mean, just kind of, I guess, by default, right? Since And yeah. Antonio Gates is out. Was out last week. Is you know we'll miss the first four games. Um, he's still owned in. Uh, let's see. Uh, he's owned in twenty-two percent of Yahoo leagues. I mean that's to yeah. me, to me that that's just tremendously low. I, I, I don't understand that ownership ownership at all. Um, I, look, here's a guy who, when he has had a chance, he has been very efficient with uh, with with his targets. In 2013, he was the most efficient uh, tight end uh, per target. Uh, so you know, I you know he's he's playing in a game like you said that Cincinnati San Diego game is is. Yeah, a little bit on the sort of on the high scoring side. Did you say they were like ninth? ninth? Yeah, I mean, I
1: mean, I, the right. so I, I don't have it up in front of me, but uh, Cincinnati was the se- sixth or seventh highest team yeah. this week, and the, I mean, the spread isn't very huge, so San Diego is still expected to score some points.
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah, and San Diego attempted uh, forty-two passes uh, on, on Sunday, which uh, only uh, the only four teams had more.
1: Yeah, which is very uh, uh, unlike Mike McCoy.
0: Yeah, but you know, I and it's hard to read into that too much. Um, but it's I mean, I think I think it could mean that the team just knows that it's it's running game is not is not is not fantastic and they were getting they they're their passing game, that short passing game was just destroying the
1: line. Oh, it was, yeah, it was like a running game for them. So
0: I, I don't know, you know, maybe that was just a a matchup St- thing, but
1: Stevie Johnson, I think uh, I was talking to, to Reebs about this. He said uh I, I think that Stevie Johnson is like a 0.5 A dot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or something like
1: that. Like it was crazy.
0: Um, so I just found this. The Chargers are projected by Vegas to score 25 points. Right.
1: Okay.
0: Which is a lot.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's fine.
0: It's a lot. So uh, I, I just, I really, I really like Green um, as probably more than a streamer this week. But um, if he's out there, um, and if you have a guy like Owen Daniels, say, uh then I'm 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 more you know, I'm thrilled to get Green and stream him over Daniels.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with, with Green. I think he should be owned in way more leagues. Another guy that should be owned, I'm just just to say this, is Jordan Reed, who now who he hit eleven targets in week one. Uh Deshaun Jackson's out now. They're probably gonna look for him uh, look at him as a security blanket with that pass rush uh that they're gonna be facing this week. So I, I think Reed needs to be owned ASAP. I think he I, I said this at I mean, we talked about this in the podcast. Like Jordan Reed has has tight end one, like top top six or seven tight end upside. Sure. I mean, the Washington tight ends last year the fourth most receptions in the NFL. So I think I think Reed is an obvious pickup if he's out there in your league. He's still he's he's still out there in like sixty percent of ESPN dot com leagues. So I would definitely get yeah. him there. But the, the another streamer, an actual streamer, uh, would be Heath Miller, who saw eleven targets last week against New wow. England which is crazy, but it kind of makes sense considering there's no true, true running game or, or true threat receiving out of the backfield like you would have out of Le'Veon Bell. Uh, there's no weapons uh, with Martavis Bryant out. It's only Antonio Brown. Um, and, and, and Marcus Wheaton, by the way, is horrible at football and I'm so glad that everyone got to see that on Thursday. <laughs> He's so that was bad. that was the that honestly that was a bigger win for me last week than than Tyrod Taylor or Andy Dalton or Carson Palmer. Dude, he was hit right in the
0: chest with with a couple balls yeah. and, and didn't even come close to
1: catching. It blew my mind that people were as high on Marcus Wheaton. And liter the literally the reason people were high on Marcus Wheaton entering the season even before the Martavis Bryant suspension was because Ben Roethlisberger was hyping him. Like, that. that's the legit sole reason that people yeah. started drafting him. And then, and then his ADP rose to, like, the ninth round. Like, Marcus Wheaton's terror. Ben Roethlisberger threw, 351, threw for 351 yards uh, against New England. And Marcus Wheaton had 55 of those. And got a
0: lot of chances.
1: And got a lot of chances. I mean, there's no reason for him to be rostered on your team. But Heath Miller is the number two passing option in the offense. Don't let anyone fool you. That's that's who it is. Uh, and I think I think the other thing to look at, too, is they're playing San Francisco, and we saw Kyle Rudolph kind of have a decent game against them uh, in week one. So there's that. Uh, so Heath Miller and who's yours again? I'm oh, Ladarius. Game. Ladarius. It's been a long day, Denny. Yeah, I understand. It's been a very long day. So Heath Miller, Ladarius, quarterbacks are... Andy Dalton as our Frankenstein, Joe Flacco, Tyrod Taylor, and some Ryan Fitzpatrick. And your defenses are the Saints, Panthers, and Titans. Boom. Alright, Denny. We got a lot of Twitter questions. Let's All run right. through them. Let's do it. Alright, the first one is at James Drenko TV, stream tight ends week two. Delaney, questionable hand, Ladarius, ASJ. Or anyone else that are that are under twenty five percent owned.
0: I would go Ladarius.
1: Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I would probably go Ladarius too. I'm not into Austin Safari and Jenkins, by the way, especially if Mike Evans is playing. Yeah, people are really overhyping that situation. Yeah. Um. Next one at James underscore Gordy. He said two separate leagues. Who to play this week? Bradford or Palmer? (laughs) Are we doing this again?
0: Um. We are doing this again, and we are going. Oh God, I don't know. I'd go Bradford.
1: Brad Bradford's got a good matchup this week.
0: Can I know, you know I mean? but Chicago stinks.
1: Highest over under in the week with Bradford again. With the I know, I know. Uh, I'm going Bradford. Just go Palmer. Just just so we can fight. More. I know. I mean, I was leaning that way. I
0: I really like Bradford too, but I just I think. Oh God, I think I have to go Palmer. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And we'll we'll talk about Bradford more once we get more questions because he he gets brought up a lot. Uh, and then how about Rivers or Palmer? So Rivers is playing Cincinnati. I would go Palmer pretty Palmer. easily. Yeah. Yeah. Palmer. Uh, this next one is black at Black Bear Hockey Fanny said use the number one claim on Moncrief for James Jones and PPR. For what it's worth, I have Devontae Adams.
0: That's tough. That's tough. I, I'm
1: all about Moncrief.
0: I I I am too. I just I think um, if you if you're going with James Jones, you are like Banking on like the like the mystical connection between Aaron Rodgers and James Jones in the red zone,
1: right? It's the it's a red zone play,
0: and and that's that's all well and good. I mean, obviously they have some connection, but I just I think Moncrief, given the opportunity, it, it, this is more getting Moncrief is not so much about Hilton being hurt or dinged up. It's
1: about Andre Johnson. Yeah, your one of your bold predictions is definitely coming true if if Week One has anything to do with it, because he yeah. looked. He looked. I I mentioned. So I'm doing yeah. that by the numbers podcast on Fanduel, and I did the first one today. It was, it's just me. I don't have a lovely co host. Wow. Um, but I mentioned. I meant Andre Johnson looked like he was an uncle at a barbecue, throwing, playing football with his with his nephew.
0: Definitely, and but he couldn't box out his like like the defenders like he right. couldn't.
1: Yeah. Right, like his nephew was owning his twelve year old nephew was owning him.
0: But here's here's the thing though. This is not new. This is not new for Andre Johnson. He he needed a hundred and eighty targets two years ago to finish as a top twelve receiver. Okay. Right. So this is not he's old, he's done-ish, and so Moncrief this <laughs> is this is the play. This is the play. It's Moncrief. Yeah,
1: it's definitely Moncrief. Um next one at Griffey Schmerda. Seventy-seven. What percent of my fobbed, my fab, free agent auction budget is Moncrief worth? I I think it depends on how I talked about this with Sigmund Bloom because Bloom Bloom's like up to fifty percent on Moncrief. I wouldn't go that high, um, but I think you know in the twenties is not out of out of the question if you think that people are going to be pretty aggressive with them.
0: Yeah. So I, I I think if you uh, if you are really uh, needy at wide receiver. I wouldn't mind going, like, 40%. Okay.
1: No, it's I fair. Think, it's definitely I, fair. I think the upside's there for it to be worthwhile.
0: Yeah, I think he's a season-changing kind of kind of play.
1: Yeah. Uh, this next one is at Seawalk underscore 84. Sam Bradford just another streamer, or can he still be a QB1? So this is what I was talking about, that we get a lot of Bradford questions. Sam Bradford looked really bad in that first half, for mm-hmm. the most part. Mm-hmm. He looked really good in the second half. Yeah, like he 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 looked very good. You know why? Because they actually threw the ball to Jordan Matthews, right? And in the first half, they were spreading the ball way out way too much. They they had Jordan Matthews running that underneath route over and over again, and they were it, they were hitting it like regularly. I mean, it was so it's easy. he's So good, it and he's so good after yeah, the yeah, yeah, exactly. He's so good after the catch. I, I think that once they use utilize him more, like they did in the second half, it's it, Bradford's numbers are going to come. And like I said. He, that when Jordan Matthews had that, when they called him out on the one, that was a touchdown. Like it, it was just a touchdown. Like if they would have called it a touchdown, which they should have, we're talking about Sam Bradford being a QB one this week. So, yeah. so don't, don't let that, don't let his performance in week one skew the way that you're viewing him because he's, I mean, he saw a ton of volume. Yeah. He had, he threw for 336 yards. I mean, I, and I, I know it's a good matchup, but he also has good matchups for the, for basically the first like six weeks <clears throat> of the season. So,
0: and, and he will regularly pile up the yards. That yeah, that yeah. that I don't want to say it's a given, but he will pile up the yards. And so it, it just it's just matters. You know, it's a matter of uh, of touchdowns. And they and I believe they will come in that offense. I believe they will come.
1: Yeah. Uh, this next one is at Volkswagen. He said, "Double down on Flacco and Crockett Gilmore this week at Raiders or pull the shoot deep pool." Fools, Fitz, Cuddy, Cap available. I'd go Flacco over all those guys.
0: Ugh.
1: Kaepernick's really interesting this week, too. We talked about how bad the Steelers' secondary is, but... I know, I know. I'm not... I mean, I'm only... I'm, he's only, like, a deep GPP option.
0: I know. I, and it's it's like that East Coast thing. That was West Coast yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're still, they're still, you know, asleep. They're still asleep. They sleep
1: when they... Yeah, they sleep when they play.
0: They sleep, they're they still asleep at 1 o'clock Eastern time. Yeah. Um, um Gosh. So, wait...
1: It's it's either Fl- it's basically Flacco or Foles, Fitzpatrick or Cutler or Cap.
0: I have to say that I am not as and I and I haven't been for some time but it's kind of you know, say it on twitter.com. I'm not hating Foles.
1: <laughs> wow. Not. I mean he had a good he had a good week one.
0: I, I I just I just don't I just think any guy who's willing to throw it deep that often with weapons and he has weapons. I mean he has weapons mm-hmm. in that offense. Not Tavon Austin, but other guys. Um They need uh, Brian,
1: they just need Brian Quick to be back.
0: They Brian Quick, um, you know, I I I really like Kenny Britt. They have a bunch of really fast, really big guys running downfield, and I think that fits Foles perfectly. Um but yeah, I guess I go with Flacco. I'm just,
1: okay. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh this next one's at Craigers fifty. Will Steve Smith bounce back against the Raiders? Yes, and I think Flacco Smith is a good stack this week. Yep uh next one at geigertron are you concerned at the about the eagles offense specifically when they play defenses that aren't bad so do you remember on the podcast last week i mentioned with with dan quinn being their head coach like that's the fear is that the falcons defense is going to perform a lot better than people realize yeah like that that was on it like an honest fear i don't think the falcons defense is very good because their personnel isn't very strong but i think you know, I think that there's something to it that they're going to be a little bit better this year. So don't just write off as the Falcons as like the worst defense in the world. I think a lot, of, a lot of what is is favorable about Atlanta and why you're going to see so many high over-unders when Atlanta is playing is because the defense is still it's mediocre, and then the offense is very good. So there's going to be a lot of points scored in general just given game scripts. So I think that has just as much to do with high game totals and so on as, as them being a terrible defense. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm um, so I'm not I'm not concerned about the Eagles offense. I, they look good in the second half. Mm-hmm. Uh at Gory LaMode. Okay. He said, <laughs> okay. He said regarding team use, what are your thoughts on Sammy Watkins and Shane Vereen going forward?
0: I mean Watkins his situation is hashtag not good.
1: Hashtag awful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, I mean, is he a starter?
1: I'm not star. I'm not even I'm I'm glad. I mean, I was off him for in, in fantasy this year, but like the I mean, I know that he faced Vontae Davis and I know that I mean, there's there was some stuff going against them this week, but they've even come out and said that they're that they're going to be using their wide receivers like at, like like making them game plan specific. Which yeah. uh- is insane if if you're spending such such a high cost and and I know it's a different regime and getting Sammy Watkins to begin with. It's just crazy. I mean, I I I can't trust him in fantasy. No,
0: no, it, uh, and, and and you know what? Here's the thing: the Bills don't aren't need to score that right. often. You know, I mean right. that that defense is so legit, and even especially at home with these low over unders. Uh, I just, yeah. I I don't know. I I I don't see Watkins as as a viable starter in a, in a twelve twelve team league. I will say this: if you were pushing, if you were one of the few, <clears throat> Davis Maddock who are pushing uh, Jordan Matthews over Sammy Watkins Yeah, uh, when they were drafted, you are going to come out looking like a a genius after this season. because I think that there will be miles. Fantasy-wise, there will be miles between the two.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, And then Shane Vereen going forward, I'm not – I mean, it's Shane Vereen. This is what you get whenever you – like, best ball leagues are different. Like, Shane Vereen will sometimes get his. But – I mean, he's going to be unpredictable. The usage there is going to be unpredictable. Even Rashad Jennings is going to be a little bit unpredictable. So I'm not, I'm not really into either of these guys.
0: No, you know, it's like the look. Verne games are still a thing, and as long as that's the case, then it's just so hard to hard to plug him in with any confidence.
1: Yeah. This next one is at James underscore Gordy. Start sit pick two of Abdullah Gore Kelsey and Standard. So Abdullah, the Lions are facing the. Who are they playing again this week? Uh, the Vikings. Yes. So the Lions are playing the Vikings. I gotta close this out. Uh, and the the Colts are playing the Jets, and the Travis Kelseys are playing the Broncos.
0: I like Kelsey a lot.
1: Yeah, I do too. I do too. I would so probably. Kel- I would probably Kelsey go that. Yeah, I'd go Kelsey and Abdullah. Um, next one is at Kyle L five Oh four full point PPR half point per completion. One point for 15 return yards trade or trade Brady and Jarvis Landry for Eli and Julio. One point for 15 return yards is pretty big for, for Landry, but uh, sure. I, I'm okay with Eli and Julio over Brady and Jarvis. Yes. Hell yes. Yeah. Even with, well, I mean the points, the points for return yards is kind of crazy. If you look at like what Landry, like Landry could be like, could put up like, eighteen hundred to nineteen hundred total yards. Wow. Which is crazy. Uh this next one is at Beaver BKR. He said A Rob, Aguilar, or Bolden in PPR this week. I'd go I'd go Bolden against the Steelers.
0: Oh yeah. I think Bolden could have a really nice game.
1: Yeah, he's gonna manhandle Antoine Blake. Uh the next one is uh at JS two three three two would you trade Ryan Matthews for for Ronnie Hillman, because he owns CJ Anderson. Uh, oh God, that's tough. Um I, I would not. I'd keep Ryan Matthews. I,
0: I think yeah, I think Matthews I think Matthews is the better is the better bench stash.
1: Would you go B Marshall or John Brown rest of season? John Brown. Okay, I'm all right with that. Uh, this next one is at cdelete13. Uh, and the it's not a question. It says, I think you know my question. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> don't delete your account. C delete. hold my hand. We'll do C, this together. Cdelete13, one of the greatest accounts on Twitter. Yeah. At James underscore Gordy again. Early plays you'd like on FanDuel for cash games this week. Um, I don't know if you've looked at stuff, Denny. I haven't. Uh, Jordan Matthews is a good play again because his price didn't change. Bradford's a good play. Andrew Luck's a good play. That's probably where I'd go.
0: I love eight hey, that Luck Moncrief stack.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um this next one is at Rich Lutgen. He said Las Dez, pick up Kendall Wright, Moncrief, or Brandon Coleman.
0: Man, um I mean not Coleman.
1: I'd go Kendall Wright.
0: Oh gosh. Um, Are you
1: hitting yourself in the background? It sounds like you're hitting yeah, yourself. Yeah, I'm, in I'm the actually
0: tapping on my knees. Oh. Uh <laughs> uh, I I guess right. I, I want to say Moncrieve.
1: Okay. So it's one of those two, at least. You can flip a coin, Richard Luchin. There you go. Uh this is at ball is ten, best week two quarterback and tight end options in redraft. We already went through that. Uh but he did say, by the way, proud to wear my Alex Smith Halo shirt this week because Alex Smith was a QB four, ladies oh. and gentlemen. That's so
0: weird. I I I can't believe that Alex Smith is a viable fantasy option. I I don't. Where have we heard that before? Yeah, it's I, crazy. There's it's a. Crazy. I think there's one podcast out there who is saying something. Oh, it was us. JJ yeah, was us. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, was, I just, it was us. I blanked. That I blanked. That was I, us. See, I, I I actually I play in leagues where Alex Smith is drafted. So that's that's something that uh, that happens in leagues I'm in because people understand the quarterback position in fantasy football and know that Alex Smith is a viable option. And know so that, that
1: it doesn't have to do with how they perform in real football. Although Alex Smith looked really, really good in week one. He
0: did. And I, I really, I think that, that if you can buy up parts of that Kansas City passing game, even though they not do well this week, cause they're playing a really, they have a really tough matchup. I think in the long run, I love Macklin. I love oh, me Smith. Too. I love, me I love Kelsey you know, Jamal in that in that offense, in that passing game. So I, I don't know. I just man, I, I really like that passing attack. Can we
1: talk about how my my most owned quarterbacks in MFL tens are Alex Smith, Andy Dalton, and Carson Palmer? And I'm loving it.
0: It's look it, it's six condoms and it's beautiful.
1: It's so beautiful. Next one at W Carl Russell. Is there any realistic path to productivity for Cody Latimer? No. Next no. one at con- <laughs> to <There's> No. <laughs> it's, it's a no. It's not why do people want Cody Latimer to happen? Not only is it a dumpster fire of an offense right now, but Cody Latimer's not even seeing the field. Like why why is this a thing? Cody, Cody Latimer's
0: like wandering around the sideline <laughs> looking for the playbook because he forgot to read it
1: Cody, I, Cody Latimer is at seven eleven during that game. Like he's he's not he's not a part of this offense. Can look we stop
0: Demarius Thomas is going to struggle to put up really big numbers this year, so that's not so it's forget about it.
1: Yeah, it's just forget it, about Latimer. is not even Latimer is like on my the opposite of a radar.
0: Yeah, no, I I don't know what you would call that, but yeah, I don't, I don't
1: either. <laughs> but he's he's on it. Uh, the next one at Kyle L five hundred four better DFS combo this week. Woodhead and Rams D or Abdullah and Panthers D.
0: That's a weird question. Um, I don't know. I, I would go. Like,
1: I would go Woodhead and Rams D.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I I just I thought it was like a stack, but yeah, that's fine.
1: He's just he's just baking his final two places in this. Oh, okay. okay. This next one is at J underscore John twenty three. I seem to have I'm, I'm I seem to be having luck on five player games in DFS. Do you recommend these? And what lineup construction approach do you use? Do you have a, Do you have an? I mean, I don't play five teams. I I usually am just I'm mostly just cash, maybe some triple ups and yeah. and bigger turnies. Yeah.
0: Uh, You know, uh, Jonathan Bales has written a lot about those those smaller leagues, like three and four and five and six player leagues. Yeah, I I actually forget exactly what the you know if they're if they're optimal uh, uh, you know choices or not, but uh, you're definitely. Uh, leaning more toward cash options than tournament yeah,
1: yeah exactly i mean maybe throw in a uh, a quarterback wide receiver stack only if you're using a very confident one like the matt ryan julio one last yeah
0: week. yeah yeah but you're not like throwing fitzpatrick decker
1: yeah exactly exactly next one is at uh one to fool gemini andre johnson golden tate amari cooper all did poorly glimpse of rest of season or hold steady in 0.5 ppr Listen,
0: that Detroit passing game freaks me out. Right? Yeah, man.
1: Why did Calvin Johnson get 4 targets?
0: They're I mean, are they bad? Like really bad?
1: Dude, this is what I was trying to say on Twitter last week. Is that Matthew Stafford is not good. I mean, like why do people think that he's going to be good in fantasy football? Like it doesn't it blows my mind.
0: Because 2011, JJ. I,
1: that's exactly why. It's crazy.
0: Dude, I just I can't believe how how awful that passing game was. On yeah,
1: and he and Stafford Stafford had I, I saw the stat sheet. I didn't watch the the game yet, but uh, he had an interception I think that got called back. I want to say, yeah. and then he threw a touchdown after that. So it could have been even worse. But he was still QB eighteen on the week.
0: I mean, what still, I mean, this I. Yeah, listen. If you have Stafford, by the way, you're you're not starting him every week. Like right, he's right. a match-
1: you need to get over it.
0: Listen, he's a matchup play. He is a matchup play, and there are probably three better options on your waiver wire right now.
1: A hundred percent, hundred percent. Next one is at Ducalion. He said four, four benched four bench twelve team. Roll with Tannehill or spend for Palmer. Eli will also be dropped per his owner. Okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, so, so the owner declares that he's dropping Eli. That owner
0: stinks. Um, I mean, just saying. I mean, not not the, not the fact that he's dropping, but the fact that he's announcing, I'm dropping Eli. Uh, yeah,
1: he, he, yeah that's, that's hilarious. I mean, I like
0: Palmer rest of season much more than the others. Not much more, but more.
1: Man, you're on that Palmer train. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I I, I think any any three of those options are fine. Um, next one is from Ducalion again. He said, own both Eifert and Cameron. Trading will be hard. Which do you prefer going forward?
0: It's hard. To, it's hard not to say Eifert. It's I mean,
1: Eifert. It is Eifert. I know I, you love Jordan Cameron, no, but it's no, Eifert. Listen,
0: listen. Uh, I watched a lot of that Miami Washington game. The Dolphins you're a red Dolphins fan. zone. Stop it. <laughs> the, I'm a reformed Dolphins fan. The, the, the Dolphins red zone plan seem to be the following. Uh, jordan cameron and then they looked to jordan cameron and then after that they looked to jordan cameron uh and they just could not get and he got he passed there was pass interference a couple times it was a really close call i i actually after talking this you know through a little bit i have to go cameron there
1: yeah i uh i'm i'm not going cameron i'm going eifert yeah okay
0: that's that that whatever i don't care
1: Iford is this year's Travis Kelsey, and it it's, was so obvious going into the season. <laughs> uh, this next one... I, I don't know how many times I could have said that on this podcast either.
0: No, it, it, I think the phrase came up 44 times. I
1: think that was the count whenever I looked back at the transcripts. Yeah. Uh, this next one is at Jared Actle. He said, how many others other players' jerseys can Sam Bradford fit under while he's playing?
0: I would say two to three.
1: I would say... I would s- maybe like a a child also
0: no i i mean i would love i love for a beat reporter to ask hey sam uh what is what's with the jersey
1: yeah oh yeah it's ridiculous he he, like, he could fit two two other two other humans in a child
0: you know like have have you talked to the you know uh to someone in the locker room about getting a jersey that fits right or are you going to continue to wear your offensive lineman's jersey? was
1: a pretty good question that Davis Maddox put on Twitter about whether or not Sam Bradford was handsome.
0: Mm, you know, it's a good question. Sometimes he looks goofy as hell. <laughs> like
1: the, the picture that he has? Yeah. Like where, where like one of his eyes is like half closed? <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, sometimes he looks really goofy, but other uh, times he, you know, kind of looks handsome-ish.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think I think he's handsome enough. I think people have very high standards. Is That's the problem with America.
0: <laughs> yes, that right there. You just hit on it. Yeah, for, for
1: sure. <laughs> for sure. 100%. This next one is at NevyJ. Please talk loudly on the podcast so I can listen during my nonstop Dez shower cry. I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> can you hear us in there? I'm sorry, but you're not listening to Trent Dilfer. You're listening to JJ and Denny. Wait, did you did you, did you watch that game, the, the, the Vikings 49ers game last night?
0: uh no i didn't see any because
1: because trent Dilfer was the loudest commentator i've ever heard in my life i saw i i I literally had to turn down the volume on my television
0: i saw tweets being like
1: why is Dilfer yelling at me oh it was so ridiculous he just was screaming whenever things happened uh this next one is at fox underscore force underscore five can you report record the podcast record and post early because i am an impatient child Okay, I just want to mention to everyone that we are doing these on Tuesdays and then getting them up on Tuesday nights so that you guys can listen before you hit the waiver wire.
0: Yeah, I mean we're we're doing our best here, okay? Yeah, we're
1: literally going as like this is the the fastest we could possibly go considering we have jobs and we have and, to do this after work.
0: And guys, listen, about the the de- the defensive recommendations, I I love I love to give them and I love to talk about it, but I cannot deal i can't deal with it on like monday morning right. I, I can't deal with like who am i picking up on the way I, I haven't looked for the The answer is you don't want my opinion because <laughs> i haven't spent one millisecond looking at next week's matchups so they right. just i just want to get that out there right
1: yeah tuesdays are or tuesday evenings and on is good because we've done our we've done our streaming work because we've done this podcast and we can answer questions then uh, the next one is at Octool. He said, "Should Cam Newton be dropped outright?
0: Do it. I'm. I'm I look at. I think that there are options, much better options on your wave. Like, Where I'm a long time Cam hater. I think he stinks for fantasy. I think he stinks in reality. I, I just, just there, there got, there's got to be somebody better. I, I'm going Bradford rest of the season over him. Palmer, Eli, Romo, of course." hmm who else did you say Bradf- uh, you said Bradford first Bradford uh
1: yeah Tannehill I mean all those all those guys are, are better options than him I was trying to tell this to a friend of mine one of my best friends here in Charlotte and he's not even a Panthers fan but I was trying to explain to him I was like he was like I might give him one more shot this week and I'm like no you don't do that that's not how this works you have to live the stream and no, you, you yeah. have to get over a guy like Camden. Newton. this is the exact problem of drafting those middle round guys you you feel attached to them for some reason yeah, and, it's, and
0: again, like with Stafford, uh, twenty eleven was a long time ago. Yeah,
1: exactly. Next one at Tampa Two Tone. He said, "Who are your buy low candidates in terms of trades, or or sell high candidates?" I, I wrote my fifteen transactions column today, so I yeah. so I know of some. I would buy low on Lamar Miller. Cal- um ah, see, I think that he's he's still a big enough name. That it might be tough to do, and then I would sell high on Keenan Allen.
0: Yeah, because he's not getting like twenty targets. He's not.
1: Year. He's not getting that the, the seventeen targets again. We've seen Keenan Allen has done that before. Not not yeah. that many. Not that many targets, but he had games like that last year, and then he had other games where he disappeared. So, and yeah. then Antonio Gates is coming back. Their matchups up until when Gates comes back are not very strong, like this week against Cincinnati. Um, so I think in general, uh, I'm I'm selling Keenan Allen. I would look to buy. Uh, Lamar Miller
0: I uh, I think it's really dicey by the way to send out trade offers for des Bryant right now yeah me too. Uh, because the timeline is really out there I mean I've heard four weeks six weeks ten 12 weeks you know if you think you're able to to weather the storm that's fine if we had a firm timeline but we don't and so say you say you acquire him and he's on your bench until like week three 10 or 12.
1: Right. That's a bench like, spot too. Your,
0: your season's over.
1: Yeah. Uh, actually, the next one, at Admiral Cappy, he said that he has both Gurley and Dez. Should I package them and unload them for some sneaky upside trade or just drop Dez? Don't drop Dez. No, like, don't do that. At least wait and see what happens with Dez. I don't think it's necessary to trade him right now. Just wait and see. And, and it, like... It, nothing's no news is going to really change anything unless someone thinks that he's going to be back in four weeks and really believes that then sure trade him and see what happens but i mean there's no there's just no reason to like be trading him right now if you're not in like a dynasty league
0: but girl girly i still the trutherism i don't i maybe maybe i'm gonna eat my words but yeah i don't know you
1: won't. you won't be uh this next one is at hat inspector he said would denny prefer corn or club soda flavored lays chips that's so confusing um, Club soda flavored Lay's chips would be one of the most disgusting things I've ever yeah. tasted. I mean
0: my brain can't even conceive <laughs> uh, I mean it probably would be delicious as hell, but. Uh, no. yeah, that- <laughs> You corn, corn yeah instead
1: of instead of you ordering ordering club soda at the bar you're just gonna be eating a bag of club soda lays potato chips yeah oh
0: god uh, is, but, Hey, if for anybody who didn't believe me that i go to the bar and order club soda i i put a picture of it on twitter the other day i was there on monday so. nice
1: i didn't see that i gotta look at that next one is at mac drp would you drop alan robinson for moncrief Ah,
0: oh, no. that's so tough
1: no you don't denny
0: I don't know, JJ.
1: God, no, you don't.
0: Okay, you don't.
1: You don't. He 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 played against Norman, the the corner, on, in on Carolina. Yeah. I mean, it was a rough matchup. He uh, left the game for part of it. if I recall correctly. He's always, always. Ding- oh, yeah, All right, fine, whatever. I mean, if you want to go Moncrief, you can go Moncrief, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not there yet.
0: I'm just. I'm. I'm like out of my mind for Moncrief right yeah, now. Yeah.
1: Well, the next question is at Bryant ATC said, is there any anyone you would take over James Jones on the waiver wire? And clearly, Moncrief is that guy. Yeah, yeah. Next one at Jimmy Rad thirteen thoughts on spending on spreading it out on the four or five cheapest home defenses for DFS. Or are, are you going like you know? I think I think you in cash games. I would probably play the Dolphins a lot. Um, Rams. Rams, and then even even maybe the Saints because they're cheaper. Yeah,
0: I, I the Saints make a great cash game play. They're they're. I'm pretty. I'm I'm confident with Saints.
1: Yeah. Next one, uh week two defense to stream. Okay, we already talked about that. Um, anyone that you would any tight end that you would play over Heath, sad dad runner who is available. Um no, nah, Heath is Heath is a fine option. And then this is the question though. This is at eighty underscore J Rod. He said start Woodhead over CG CJ CJ Anderson or Danny Woodhead.
0: I, I I mean you have to see like Thursday you know if we're hearing that he's not going to play or if he's going to be limited or if he's not going to start you know right. I mean you at least oh,
1: have that though that it's a Thursday not a Monday
0: the ankle or toe or whatever it, it, if if there if there is news about you know Anderson will be limited or will share the load then and he has a terrible matchup there uh and here's the, here's another thing I think that the 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 love of Peyton running backs which I have uh, in spades is predicated on teams not being able to stack the box, right. but now I think that they are. Yeah. Right now that the, now that they're able to, maybe that gravy train, maybe that gravy train is over.
1: Yeah, it very well could be. I mean, CJ Anderson could be could end up being a bust this year.
0: I, I it started out pretty much as you know, it reminded me a little bit about David Wilson's uh, apocalyptic start to 2013. Yeah. Remember, remember when he was benched for fumble oh, oh yeah, I
1: remember that
0: against Dallas, and I was exorcist vomiting all over my living room. Yeah, um, but I've seen pictures? Uh yeah, no, it's not. It's you can't get those out of your mind. Um, yeah, so I, I yeah, in that case, I would go with Woodhead if if there are reports like that.
1: Yeah. All right. The next one is at JimmyRad13. He said, "Cream corn, cream corn out of a hobo's boots or a BLT? <laughs> BLT all day." <laughs>
0: Uh, Obviously, the former. No, I'll. You know what? I'll go. I'll. I'll go with the healthier option and go with the BLT.
1: You probably take off the bacon on your BLTs, though.
0: I I throw it in the trash. Yeah. Yeah,
1: We, Rich and I, learned that about you in Vegas that you don't like bacon.
0: Yeah, you guys come to the come to the table uh with a with a stack of bacon
1: yeah of course we do because it's the greatest food on the planet
0: on your on your plate and i had like i had like greens and and some corn or something yeah
1: well it was a it's a breakfast buffet at like 9 a.m in las vegas of course we're gonna be eating bacon
0: i was still baffled at how you how you guys were like up up and at them, up and Adam. i mean yeah, you dude, guys
1: rich 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 and i took like a took like a an hour-long walk around the around vegas that that morning
0: yeah, and you had stayed up till basically the sun came up, and you were and you were fine. I have no idea how that happened. I I went to bed early, and I still was like, guys, I can't, I can't.
1: That was a that was a fun time, but I did learn that you did not like you do not like bacon. No. Next one was thoughts on trading Dez. We already talked about that. Uh, the next one at Fox underscore Force Five streaming tight end and twelve team standard league where twenty three tight ends were drafted. He has Heath Miller. Would you drop Heath Miller for Ladarius Green? Wow, this is where you probably say yes, and I probably say no.
0: No, you know, I know I wouldn't because I think that you're right. He is the number two option, and while I like Green more this week a little bit, a long run, it's it's Miller.
1: Yeah, sweet, we agree. Uh, same guy. Have Eli twelve team standard. Hit the panic button or roll out. Roll him out in week two. Roll him I think, out. I think you roll him out. Next one at Polish tweeter. I'm going to go fast because we don't. We've gotten way over. What's the honest outlook for James Jones given his touchdown upside for the rest of the year in that Green Bay Oh, I think the best way to put it would be inconsistency. Yeah, I
0: mean, you're going to get some two touchdown weeks. You're going to get some weeks where he catches three balls for 30 yards.
1: Right. Next one is at Stallion Scribs. He said, how satisfying was Sunday's tight end performances after Gronk's... Sp- sc- Gronk's... Wow. I <laughs> he, he spelled it very... He put an H in the shin in this ex- explosion. So yeah. it looked strange. So grunt explosion on Thursday night. Uh that was that was awesome. Yeah. Uh this next one at Fantasy Loser. Week 2 Cam versus Houston, King D Gaff against Arizona or Fitz Tyrod and Mariota who are all on the wire. Uh I would I would go Cam. I I know we just talked about how bad he is, but I would go Cam over those Uh, over who are the options again cutler against arizona or fitzpatrick Ty god or actually i'd go tyrod
0: yeah i'm going tyrod over over uh, yeah
1: yeah over cam uh at dc in the city would you would you be trying to unload demarius um i'm not gonna say no i would hold the denver offense right now i
0: yeah and i find him to be kind of an automatic fade in dfs right now
1: yeah absolutely Uh, The next one, at 319Woody, he said, choose to Watkins, Cooper, John Brown, Hilton, Brandon Coleman. Go ahead. Uh, Cooper and John Brown. Okay. Uh, At Eddie underscore straight, which narrative took it to the chin hardest? Pro A-Rob, anti-49ers O, anti-corn other. Definitely anti-corn. Definitely. Uh, next one. At fantasy underscore duck, would you trade d jacks for Moncrief in a deep league? That's a very interesting question. Yes. Would you? Yes. All right. I'm 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 not against it. At Andrews Schmidt 24, drop Crowell for Moncrief or Palmer. Eli is current quarterback. Other option is to drop Crowell and Eli for Moncrief and Palmer. Or drop both of them. I, don't
0: uh, I,
1: I would keep Eli over Palmer, I think. Just, I mean, it's... I prefer Palmer. Okay. And then Crowell for Moncrief, I would just stay put if you... I mean, it depends on what your lineup construction would be. If you need a wide receiver, that's fine, I guess. I would probably keep Crowell as a running back.
0: Yeah, it depends on who your wide receivers are, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um... Next one, we got to go really, really quick. At it's time for Timmy, worth getting rid of Romo when Palmer, Mariota, Holy Trinity, which is Jesus, Ty God, and Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic available. What? So it's it's Romo Romo or Palmer? Would you, would you, who would you? Yeah, I'm still on Romo even with the does injury. I
0: think Romo's going to have a great season no matter what.
1: Do you guys think Brian Quick will be the Rams' number one wide receiver again at mark underscore Raskin?
0: Absolutely, yeah. Yes
1: at haynow underscore 15 would you drop denver d to stream this week
0: uh here's yes and here's why on the road they're playing kansas city who gave up 5.8 fantasy points to opposing defenses last year yeah. and again they were stingy against houston they just alex smith doesn't turn it over that offense is not really designed to turn the ball over or give up many sacks so i i would i would uh, stream if i could
1: Next one is, at Bitter Packer fan, uh, Daniel Lindsay said, would you drop rivers for Foles, Smith, Dalton, or Winston? I, I, if if you can stream in that league, I would be okay with dropping rivers for Dalton this week because I think Dalton has a better game.
0: Yeah, I'm with you.
1: Uh, at Mo Jassa, who looked worse in week one, Adrian Peterson or Antonio Brown's Barber?
0: I mean Antonio Brown's barber for sure, but Dude,
1: that was an, an amazing. The best meme that I saw was uh, Tetris pieces coming down <laughs> and then completing it, and then it going away. What's? It looks like he,
0: like he didn't commit to the hairstyle.
1: Oh, I, it's it's right? the most insane thing. It looks like he's it looks like he's a, a character in Minecraft,
0: right, but. <laughs> It's it, looks insane. Like, it looks like he asked for something, and then halfway through, he was like, "Guys, hey, just stop it! Just stop it!" Had, <laughs> right. he, ran, he ran out of the barbershop.
1: Look, look, he's like my favorite player in the NFL. He is my favorite player in the NFL, so but I look, can't I can't hate that hard.
0: I I'm going to hate a little hard on your guy and just say that uh, his reaction when he scored that garbage time, two seconds left, touchdown against the Patriots was garbage.
1: Well, that's that's he's a wide receiver.
0: He, come on, he's. He catches it and he's taunting the fans. Get 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 out. Get out of here. Antonio.
1: He's he's a stand-up guy. He's one of the few stand up guys at wide receiver. The Steeler, I, I know. I will say that. I'll say that. Uh this next one at Mojasa. What percent of Fob would you feel comfortable spending on Moncrief? So we already talked about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, two more. At J Rocker, four five three two. How far up the list does Ivory go and how far down does CJ Anderson go? Do they cross? Ivory or CJ this week, Gore?
0: I mean, Ivory.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was a question. Gore?
0: Gore? Uh, I don't know if Gore's in the league anymore, but I know Ivory is. And um, uh, so I'm going Ivory over Anderson uh, unless, unless Anderson has like a miraculous recovery.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Last one, at Bob Mahalik. Green, Ladarius Green or Dwayne Allen this week at tight end? Green, man. Uh, I'm cool with that. Cutler or Andy Dalton, rest of season? Dalton. Yeah, I'm cool with that too. All right, Danny, that does it. All right, cool. Let everyone know where they can find you.
0: At CDCarter13 on the Twitter. And um, uh, we have a uh, a daily fantasy uh, newsletter uh, available for your consumption over at draftdayconsultants.com. Check it out.
1: Nice, and I'm JJ Zacharyson. You can find my stuff over at numberfire.com, and check out I did the first episode of the Buy the Numbers podcast for FanDuel today because, as you know, FanDuel owns NumberFire. I am a FanDuel employee, um, so check that out. Uh, it should—I uh, I tweeted a link. Uh, it's just me talking about DFS picks alone in in a corner of my house. <laughs> um but yeah check it out listen to it let me know what you think because it was different doing a podcast alone not doing one with you Denny. I,
0: i'm sure well but the cardboard cutout i sent of me to you
1: yeah i did have that sitting across from me
0: right so i think that that helped
1: it was actually it was a it was a real picture of denny's body but the head was his avatar
0: right, right. and i was and i was uh holding a piece of corn obviously yeah,
1: yeah of course and you're yes yeah exactly <laughs> Alright, uh, so that does it for our week two streamers. Good luck everyone. Obviously hit up the Live the Stream FF account if you have some more streaming questions. I get on it every once in a while. And good luck in week two. Yep. Living the stream. We hope you enjoyed the internet podcast. Don't forget to
0: subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long. It's fast. For more fantasy football info, check out Lakeland. Hope you come back soon as we share about the teams and as we live.